You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Friday, May 21st, and we've got a lot to talk about. First and foremost, we've got to talk with our guests, Jenna Harner and Dean I.M. Pietro, both of Channel 11 WPXI. We're going to talk about Dick LeBeau being selected as Troy Polamalu's presenter for the Pro Football Hall of Fame and why it's the perfect decision. Then we're going to have some fun. Just an open, free-spirited debate as the NHL playoffs are going on. What is the best playoff system in sports? All that right here on today's show, which you can you can download and subscribe to on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. And also remember, rate us five stars with a positive comment on, on, on Apple, and you get a shout-out from us at the end of the show. Let's get into it. I figured we'd have a fun Friday episode. So we're getting the trio, the gang. We don't have a nickname yet, but <laughs> we'll get to nicknames in just a minute here. But of course, as always on Fridays, we have Jenna Harner from Channel 11. But because he has some time on his hands, our good friend Dean and Pietro came to join as well. Normally on us with Wednesdays, but he's doubling up this week. And the three of us, the, the, the Skylights crew of Channel 11, it gets to hang out on a Friday. What's up, people? Hi, guys. How's everybody doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm inside my house. I'm never going outside again because there's a snake in my yard. I am never going outside again. <laughs> I'm not going outside. He's out there. Well, you can't let gar- him all in the house now. You can't. He didn't sign the paperwork. <laughs> it's his. <laughs> um. So one thing I wanted to address before we get to like major Steelers talk is the fact that um, we did this whole thing Wednesday where Dean <laughs> suggested sillyly that we would uh, that, that that we should give you all the listeners the chance to give us a, a, what our name is. I've I've been calling us the fellows with him and Josh Axelrod on Wednesdays. Hello! Yeah, but <laughs> but the so so far. The, the winners right now of this poll are they don't need a name, which could be our name. Right. And Charlie's Angels, <laughs> which I well, just, why? Why do you want to do that to us? Screw your people. They are because they're jagoffs. And <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. What, what they don't realize is right now, it's, it's like the primary, okay? And this is like the discussion part. All the names are there. And then we get to discuss them next Wednesday and we get to kind of narrow it down to the ones that will be up for a vote in the general election. So this, this isn't the final vote by any means. We will not beat Charlie's angels. I assure you. <laughs> okay. You can't see my fat, fat ass with the little gun pose. <laughs> I mean, this is not happening, but no, I mean, and I, we appreciate all the suggestions. There are some really good suggestions in there as well. And we'll be discussing those next Wednesday. But the final vote is not up yet. I'm just saying this is how you guys become Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Legendary. Um, but let, let's, let's dive into some actual Steelers things. Uh, we didn't get to talk about this on Thursday because we were talking all Texas A&M things. But um, Troy Polamalu announced middle of the week 
that Dick LeBeau would be his presenter to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I wrote about this on DKPittsburghSports.com. Even before it was official, I was like, this is the only pick it really should be. You know, I know that him and Ryan Clark are close. I know that him and James Ferrier were close. But Dick LeBeau, the genius that came up with the zone blitz schemes that that created a defensive revolution for the Steelers from 2004 all the way to 2014 from 2004 to 2012 they were the number one scoring defense four different times the number one total defense five different times and it was all behind one Dick LeBeau coming with these great schemes having players that fit it but no one fit his scheme better than Troy Polamalu because Troy Polamalu transcended the scheme I, I just saw this and I was like this is too perfect of a fit in an era where coach in, in an era in a, in a sport where coaches have always wanted to maintain control over what their players are doing. Dick LeBeau showed the ultimate trust in Troy Polamalu. Yeah. And it paid dividends for years. And not only that, but the selection, as you said, I don't think there could be anybody else because to me, yeah, we, we know Troy Polamalu, of course, as you know, being a first ballot Hall of Famer now and one of the greatest to, to ever play at safety. But for him, it's not always about football. It's about real life, real life outside of football and about the man. And, and you know that Dick LeBeau has always been a good man. And it's not that others haven't by, my, by any means, but you can just tell that the type of person that a Troy Polamalu and his personality will have is absolutely dick lebeau and and they're they're peanut butter and jelly man they are they are they they defined that whole defensive era with dick lebeau leading it as the mastermind and troy polamalu just as you said chris transcending everything that was designed and it was just the perfect mix at the perfect time and there's no one else who should induct him but dick lebeau and you guys know that, you know, I'm not from Pittsburgh. I didn't grow up here. We grew up and I always, I always say, so this is Chris on halftime adjustments earlier this week with WPXI. I said, I grew up in Connecticut, but we did not grow up Patriots fans. <laughs> like putting that disclaimer out into the world. Um, but, you know, we grew up New York Giants fans in our house, but when you live in Connecticut and you're surrounded by Patriots fans, you love the teams that give the Patriots trouble. And that was the Steelers, especially in that era for a really, really big chunk of it. And you just look, you know, again, that was kind of those years were, I don't want to say my childhood because I'm not making anybody <laughs> feel old here, but I was growing Thanks, up. Thanks, Harner. Thanks, Harner. <laughs> It wasn't my childhood. It was growing up. I'm not telling you how old I was in 04, but like towards the end of it, I was in high school. We'll just say that. So I know Dean is giving me a death stare right now, but you got always, a snake for you there outside to play with. It's a, yes, <laughs> he wants to, he wants to, if can you can go catch the snake outside? Can you catch it? I'll bring it in. <laughs> I'll bring it in. It can be your new indoor <laughs> pet, your new best friend. Y'all are so silly. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, this was an era where growing up watching this Steelers team and just seeing the impact, not only that Palomalu had on the whole team, but on just the division and the conference in general, and then seeing it stem from LeBeau again, this, you know, wasn't the team I paid attention to every single week, but 
just they were always such a big part of the conversation. You always knew it was like, oh, the Steelers defense is at it again, that type of thing. So it is just really cool to see what this moment is going to be like for the two of them. It's it's really it's really awesome for that. Well, in one to remember, Dick LeBeau is in the Hall of Fame as a player. He has 62 career interceptions, 10th most in NFL history, and that he retired in 19 like 72. So like that's <laughs> like he's had he's had all these guys that could have bumped him down the list more, and he's still top 10. That's ridiculous when you look at look at that career. Um, and then came back and became a legendary coordinator. Uh, and also on top of the X's nose, just everything that you ever read or hear about Dick LeBeau is that he's the nicest person. You know, he would every Christmas Eve, he would read to the team and their kids and, and read them towards the night before Christmas, which is such a cool story. Um, and, and just, and just the fact that he would do that. Um, if, if there was a night game in Pittsburgh, him and James Ferrier and sometimes other Steelers as well would all meet up at Pamela's in the morning to get a full breakfast and, and, and like just those type of things. I mean, people would see him and he they would just be chilling. They it wouldn't make a big deal out of it. It's just, that's who they are. And, and Troy Polamalu, you know him, he's the same way. You know, they get the guy, you know, he's just kind of just, he, he is who he is. He doesn't think too, too hot, too highly of himself. Um, he's always humble. Um, you know, anytime you ask, you ask like, where do you rank? And he's like, I'm just happy that, you know, people think like, like this, like, and, and even, even after football, he was kind of like, I got away from the game. So, these guys fit each other very well. We got we got to cut to a quick break. We come back. We're going to wrap this discussion up and then get into a debate that Jenna, Dean, and I have been having. I'm interested to hear what they have to say. But first, we're going to talk to our friends at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. The only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL's done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter here with Jenna Harner and D9 Pietro, both of WPXI Channel 11 in Pittsburgh. So, quickly wrapping up the, the Troy Polamalu stuff, I, I, Jenna, like you talked about how Troy Troy's play transcended everything, and, and and everyone, no matter where he was, he was a household name. You knew who he was, but I'm telling you, when you like, if you heard him even during a game. Like he would just, he just sounds so soft spoken. He sounds so nice. And then you just see this man with all the hair, just leaping at people and taking people out. He, it was, I was always just amazed by how like the difference in the tenacity that he brought on the field and how many times he prayed during a game. Uh, again, when you pair that with the, when we were talking about Dick LeBeau, I just, I find that just again, too perfect of these two individuals that are two of the best defensive backs to ever play the game and being this close to each other. 
It is just so cool to see that. No, it really is. And just, you know, what they both bring. I mean, you look at, and again, I have been around this team for a very short period of time, but when you just look at like what defines a true Pittsburgh Steeler, you know, the Steelers way, all the types of things that they talk about, like both of these guys just seem in my mind, and I'm sure a lot of Steelers fans past and presence minds, they fit that bill to a T and then some. And I think just like the relationship they had, I think we're really going to see that too, Hall of Fame weekend. It's just going to be so cool to see the relationship that the two of them had and hear some of those amazing stories, maybe some get some insights that, you know, we didn't get to see when they were both in their respective roles with the team. Dean? I wouldn't be surprised if, if they never talk about football speech or or in his speech at all. I mean, you know, Troy loves to talk about everything but football. Yeah. Um, he's a lot like Chuck Nolan that way. I mean, he's just like he understood that football was a game. It was a, a way to make a living. But but there's more to life than that. Yeah. And, you know, again, he had the perfect mentor for him. Um, I, I wonder would Troy have had the ultimate success that he did under anyone else or with any other team? Hmm. That's a good question. Cause what, and would teams have allowed him to just do all the things that he did freely? Cause that's the other thing like Dick LeBeau would ask. He's like, I didn't tell him what to do. I, I just let him, he, he figured that out on his own. He was that smart. He was that, and that, and that crazy. He just moved all over the place and it often worked. Um, and Ryan Clark, said that he do that it was the same thing for him like he'd be calling out the defense and then all of a sudden he hears he just sees Troy Polamalu like at the line he's like that's not what I call but okay I can't stop him um <laughs> it's, just, it's just those those two guys you know one being of such organized and or, or organized just just chaos the things that he created and then having the the chaos creator there I just I think this is very cool for Pittsburgh and especially people that 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 watch that era of football it's going to be a really special summer to see those two on top of Bill Cowher and Bill Nunn who's already been enshrined in the Hall of Fame but you know Bill Nunn Donnie Shell Alan Fanica there's so many things to celebrate this summer um but that that's the this is definitely going to be one of them I, I wanted to shift gears before our first break or for our second break excuse me um, to a debate that kind of came up the other day when we were filming Halftime Adjustments, a Wednesday evening show, 7.30 on WPXI Now, the online streaming version of Channel 11. Do check that out. Uh, there's a lot of great content on there, not just on sports, but about everything. Uh, but um, there we have every 7.30, uh, Wednesday, 7.30, we have Halftime Adjustments where myself and Jenna or Albie Oxenreiter will be debating or just talking about Pittsburgh sports. And one of the topics that came up was – uh, was who has the best playoffs in, in in all sports? Now Jenna, it wasn't even a debate at first. She just said it like it was fact, and she said that's oh, the NHL, hockey. They they got the best playoffs, and I was like, what? Excuse me, uh, I, I I don't see that at all. And and Dean, as soon as the segment was over, like jumped on me. It was like, oh no, sir, it's definitely the NHL. And I'm like, says who? Who out here thinks this nonsense? Us. Yeah. <laughs> Dean says us. <laughs> but, but okay, I want to hear your cases. Explain to me, the layman, because I do like playoff hockey. I do watch playoff hockey, but I, I just, I, I, it ranks, uh, it, it's exciting. Like every other playoff is exciting, but it, it, when you compare it to how exciting the others are, it kind of ranks middle. I don't know. No. Jenna, tear them up. Go get them, Jenna. 
No way. Case in point, look at what is happening right now in the East between Boston and Washington. Three games, all three have gone to overtime. All three have had different goal scorers, different storylines, just absolutely ridiculous chaos. Last night, or what was it? Wednesday night, I don't even know what day it is. Wednesday night, Boston wins because of the fact that Washington's goalie and former Pittsburgh Penguin, Justin Schultz, had a miscommunication behind the net. Craig Smith, an unlikely hero, flies in, steals the puck as Ilya Samsonov was trying to drop it off to Justin Schultz. Justin Schultz didn't skate into the zone quickly enough. Um, Craig Smith beat him, wraps around as Samsonov is trying to get back into the net and just throws the puck on net. That's how Boston wins. That's how they take the series. These games are just incredible. They are also, in my opinion, one of the hardest sports to win. Like the one, the best team doesn't always win, but the hardest, the Mm -hmm. hardest championship trophy to win. You have to win 16 games. And you have to do it on skates. We have to do it on skates. Somebody decided to put knives on shoes and have players skate around. On <laughs> okay. okay. Nothing better than that. We well, okay. few things. First of all, the most exciting playoff moment wasn't uh, a goalie forgetting to do his job. It was LeBron James with one eye hitting a three-point shot over Steph Curry. By the way, two biggest icons in all the sports yep. and him nailing it. In a in a one play in a one play game play, playoff, the, the team that win, they're they're the seventh seed. Bam, that's it. In to a me, tournament, he didn't even want to play in though. And, and, and he said, I didn't want to play in it. But LeBron James, one of the greatest athletes in the history of the world, doing that and and, and, and doing it with difficulty. He said, I couldn't see. I saw three different rims, and I just shot at the middle one because my eye had just been poked out on what should have been a technical foul from Dr- from, from Draymond Green. And look at him just doing it. And it's not a, oh, a goalie, oops, I forgot to do my job. It's no, let me hit this ridiculous shot over one of the best players in, in, in the NBA. And that to me, like, I, I'll watch that. I'm sorry. You know, it's just, you know, and, and again, I, I look at the ratings and I see consistently the, 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 the average watched game. Most people, they prefer watching the NBA playoffs or, or with the NHL playoffs every single year. And the NBA does better every single time. There's hey, more Jenna. casual Jenna. NBA viewers. Hey, Jenna. Yeah. I'm curious. Um, what are we debating here? Are we debating the most watched or the best? I think it's the latter of those two. I'm pretty sure we're best. talking about the best playoffs that no one gives a chance to, that no one watches on a large scale, but it is the best. And when people walk into it, they find out that it is the mm-hmm. best, the most intense, the most sit on the edge of your seat moments. NHL, because Stanley you- Cup, hockey. They, these guys, these guys. For that. I'm sorry, these guys. I'm sorry if they if they get a little hangnail, they aren't coming out of the game. They'll pull out their own teeth on the bench and go LeBron- back into a game. LeBron, I love LeBron James. This is not a LeBron James slander by any means, but LeBron James gets poked in the eye and complains about it. Zidane Chara breaks his jaw and two games later is back on the ice playing hockey with his jaw wired shut. So the guy is skating and breathing through the gaps in his teeth to play for his team. Uh, well, okay. How about Kobe Bryant hitting three pointers on a torn Achilles tendon? 
that I don't I mean, care. I don't care about a jaw or nothing. I don't. If my Achilles tendon is done, I am not touching the ground. I am on a bed for the rest of my life. That man went out there okay. and did, and, and that's and that's and like NBA players. They tough through things all the time. I think that there's just a there's like oh they flopped here and there. Oh, I think that's way hockey players are a hundred times tougher than any other sports. Well, I wouldn't athlete. say about football. I was. I'd say it about football. I want to. I want to also compare it to the NFL. These guys are going around twenty miles an hour on skates, and they're ramming into each other at full speed, not wearing the pads that NFL players do. Brandon Tanev goes head with a stick in their hand, jabbing each other with it. Okay, trying to get this let me me, frozen piece of vulcanized rubber into a net. Hockey players play eighty-two games a year. Eighty-two, not sixteen. But that's my point. If NFL players played their sport 82 times a year, they die. They wouldn't make it. It wouldn't be possible because that's how physical the sport is. And that's how tough these guys are. You put a hockey player on a football field, they, they ain't making it 16 games. They ain't making it four weeks. They get they get they getting the snot knocked out of them, especially you put put them on the line. You think you think like a Sidney Crosby's gonna beat a Cam Hayward you know all, all game long? You think he's gonna be able to protect the quarterback? No. I, I, like, that, I think different... Sidney Crosby would practice all summer and then he'd be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's you, think he, you think he'd be a great offensive lineman? No, he wouldn't uh, be a great I offensive could, lineman. I could, he might be like... He's a quarterback. He'd be a quarterback. He'd be yeah. a quarterback. And like, no, that's yeah. the, Sidney would find a way to make to make himself useful. He's that kind of an athlete. He would yeah. find a way to contribute. But my point is, is like... I. I, I, I don't the toughness argument. Look, I'll give I'll give you hockey players deal with a lot more crazy stuff than basketball players. Football players, I don't know about that. We we got to take another quick break before I get yelled at from my locked on piece. We're not done with this debate. I got a few more things I wanted to bring up. We'll talk about that right after this. Here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter here with Jenna Harner and P9 Pietro of both of Channel 11. We're continuing our talk here of this insanity that both of them are saying the NHL playoffs are the best playoffs out there. I, I again, and, and listen, if you want to say it's better than the NBA playoffs, okay, maybe, uh, yeah, sure. But NFL playoffs, I'm sorry, single elimination. And, and, and Jenna, you said it was the hardest to win. When you got the roster, when you got the best players in, in when you got the, when you got the team. You get when you get seven chances. I, I wake up, I have a bad day. I can bounce back from it. The Penguins are doing that right now. They're, they 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 just played game three up in a series where they lost the first game. In in the NFL, their season's done. Bam, kaput. They're out. The Islanders Islanders would have moved on. You don't get second chances in the NFL playoffs. And to me, that's the harder thing. One moment defines so much more. You have. That's one. why it's the best. Mm-hmm. Right, the NFL that's is. Why? Yes. yes. No, that's why the NHL is the best because. One bad day doesn't take a great team out of it. But it also because you've got, oh, you've got moments and stories. Week. You've got two weeks mm-hmm. of a story. Yep. Okay. From game one to two to three, perhaps all the way through to game seven of a story evolving with rivalry building, with the intensity building, with the fights building, with drama building all the way through it. And then your team gets past it. They do it again. And then they do it a third time and then a fourth time and your emotions after two months, you don't even remember the first series 
because you're so engrossed in the Stanley Cup final. And that first series seems like it was six months ago. It probably was. That's the other problem. It takes too long. Get get it over with. By the time the playoffs no. are over in hockey, I'm like, thank God. It was, you, no. There's so many, so many ridiculous. When no. are you finishing your game? Oh, just come no. on. I, I want playoff hockey. That is why it's the best time of year in a normal year when it's like April through June. Every mm-hmm. night you come home and you turn on an incredible game. NBA game. No! No! <laughs> no, no, no way! Last night, the Colorado Avalanche, the St. Louis Blues, I come home from work, turn the game on, Colorado's up 3 nothing. They absolutely were pummeling the crap out of St. Louis. St. Louis was down to five defensemen. St. Louis scored to make it 3-1. to one. We headed to the third period. Then there was a really horribly dumb penalty by one of Colorado's guys. Blues tied up on the majors. Blues take a uh, cut the lead to one on a major, and all of a sudden it's like this game that was nothing is all of a sudden something, and that is what happens. You have teams, you have games. There are games in my mind that always will stick out. You have ridiculous matchups like Vegas and San Jose that went to Game Seven. That was one of the craziest hockey games I've ever seen in my entire life, and you get that every night for two months. It's like. My goodness, what more could you want? The NFL playoffs. That's that's what that's what I want. <laughs> just like like okay, for for example, Dean. We lost Dean. No, we didn't lose Dean. He's back. Um <laughs> Dean, if you can hear us, but your 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 whole idea of oh, it, it's so much better to have the seven game series. Because that you know what? Okay, fine. Let's let's rewind to 2005, the, the, the magical run the Steelers had, the great story of Jerome Bettis winning in his hometown with a walk-off season. You don't get that. The Steelers at 11 and five that year aren't beating the Patriots in a seven game series. The Patriots wouldn't, wouldn't have lost to the Broncos in the seven game series. And, and then you know, if that was the case, the Patriots would have 20 straight championships because they would just, they, they would find ways that you'd have to go to their place where they're, where they're hacking your headsets and all these other things. And I, I'm sorry, one game playoffs are so much better than, than no. seven games. It just, it no. doesn't do it. And that, that's why March Madness is so special. There were, no, no one would watch college basketball as much if it was seven game series for every, for every team to get in there. But you know, one night, one shining moment, great song. That would take one. forever. But one yeah. shining moment, you watch it. But again, it doesn't take forever. I'm in, I'm out. I enjoyed this great matchup. And we saw this amazing upset and this great story and one and some of the greatest sports stories of all time. You you lose that when you go to these series and you get you still get great stories here and there. But I'm sorry. Again, to your point about it's not about, about the most watched, it's about the best. I'm sorry. But the play NHL playoffs, they're on NBC, right? Am I, am I, am I correct there? Yes. M- NBC is a national station. That's a local station and pretty much everywhere you go. So it's, it's not that it's hard to find. Like I get back in the day of versus, I understood that by, by the way, it should say a lot about NHL. It was ever on versus that you will never find the NFL playoffs or March madness on versus, but it, it, it's now national. Everyone gets to see it. And Time and time again, people plop down on their couches and they get to choose, what am I going to watch tonight? NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. It, the average NBA game averages 3 million viewers. The average NHL playoff game, 600,000. They're closer to the WNBA that averages around 450,000 than they are the NBA. And I'm just, I'm sorry, I don't see that. And Jenna, you tried to, I saw, I saw you. I saw you. You tried to one-up me. 
I was saying we can't hear Dean. Sorry, that was not. No, no, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking to me there. I saw you. Yeah, Dean, you're on mute. Now you can hear me. All right. Yeah. Yeah. uh, So that's why Dean was yelling, but not yelling. Okay. He was. uh, (laughs) You guys listened to the podcast. You couldn't see this, but he looked really animated. And I was like, what's going on here? And then Jenna's trying to help him. Um, But. But Jenna, you you tried to you tried to one up me because we had this discussion, and then I saw you took to Twitter with your <laughs> with, with, with your Twitter pollness, and you tweeted out a poll. I wanted to know. I wanted to know. I pull. I will pull up the poll. I poll, wanted to know. Poll. People people did chime in and said there was only. I will say Twitter only lets you do four options right, on a so poll. You can't which, do every sport. Yeah, which we need, and in theory. I didn't want to make it too complex. People were coming at me saying, where's WNBA? Where's the NWSL, the NWHL? In a Champions world, League. <laughs> I would have added those. Yes. Trust me. I want to make all the options available. However, I tweeted and the poll results were really, that changed quickly. Wow. Uh, it was 3,050 votes. So definitely a big sample size. That's a, that's a lot. Uh, NFL playoffs running strong. Mm. Oh, okay. Is this on, is this on your profile? We're, this is us literally live. We're scrolling through Twitter. This is. However, I will say too, though, that I was thinking that there might be a little bit of bias only because my following especially is very, very big Buffalo based. And I did get a lot of my Buffalo friends say, well, if the Sabres are guaranteed to be in the playoffs, <laughs> then we'll say yes. So I- wait, so wait, let me get this straight. A reporter, Jenna, who has who has worked primarily in two sit towns that have hockey and football, but no basketball. I'm pulling up the poll now. Of your 3,000 and apparently 50 voters, 44% chose the NFL playoffs, 29% chose the NBA playoffs, and 20% chose the NHL playoffs. And then the MLB playoffs apparently came in 7%. Good, good for trying. But even in a so even with your with, with you being in these markets that are primarily hockey over basketball, it still couldn't measure up. Well, so Chris, what's it, the it, case it's, there then? What the case is here that is that only 20% of the people got it right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the clear, <laughs> clear and obvious choice. I mean, <laughs> I mean obviously. <laughs> that that last minute and a half of game two with the Penguins and Islanders and Brian Rust makes that stupid penalty. And you're sitting there for a minute and a half, like, oh my gosh, it's six on four. Are these guys going to score and send this game to overtime? And the Penguins are going to go down two games to nothing if they lose. That is an intense drama. And then you get to experience it again two nights later. And again two nights later. And it keeps happening. I love a drug. The drama just keeps on unfolding. It's not once a week that you have to just build up to you get to play a whole story it's like so, it's like the difference between watching the movie and watching a 10 episode series like uh WandaVision which was fantastic week to week to week to week but you don't get that if you binge watch it or if you watch it on one movie you've got a great two and a half hours but then it's done so your 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 thesis here is that the NHL playoffs are, 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 is is Survivor. It's it's a TV show I can keep up with every week, and the NFL playoffs are the Titanic. I, I, okay, fine, yeah, sure. The, the, uh, it's yeah the, the great greatest ever in prop it hold up in, in reality TV. Great comparison, Dean. I your love. argument is the Titanic. It's <laughs> hit an iceberg and it's sinking. <laughs> 
But hey, <laughs> hey, let us know what you guys think of this in the Locked yeah. On Steelers Facebook group. Uh, oh, sure, on the Locked On Steelers group. Oh, well, well, Jenna took to Twitter and they've already voted. So I'm sure. just kidding. The Locked On Steelers, the NFL fans group. Sure. Yeah. Let, I wonder how that's going to turn out. Yeah, yes. But let us know. Are the NFL playoffs the best? They should be uh, because they are. And again, I'm just pointing out. Everybody gets the same opportunity to turn on an NBA game, an NFL game, an NHL game. And March Madness was a little bit more difficult for years because you couldn't get every game. Now they've made that more accessible. We can't help people making wrong choices in their lives. <laughs> it's also, I will say, I feel like there are a lot more casual NFL and NBA fans I'll agree than there. there are NHL fans. And I feel mm. like for a lot of people, getting into hockey is very difficult. But once you're in, you're in hooked. <laughs> well, that that remains to be seen because I've been in NHL playoffs and I've been like, I'm out. Like I I, I got other things to watch. Like I'm sorry, I gotta watch Kawhi Leonard take on LeBron James over here. Hello, we're gonna have fun with that. Um, I'm sorry, do I have to, to do I have to start watching at the beginning of the game or just in the last two minutes? Uh you mean like hockey? <laughs> the same thing can be said there. <laughs> just no, like, it can't. Because you're gonna miss something super important in the first period. You mean like you missed something super important in the first first quarter? What you, what, 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 what's your well, point no, there? Because Do you another, not watch another, Steelers games because because they, they Ben Roethlisberger might throw a first quarter touchdown? Like like what what, what what's that argument? That argument is the NBA argument that NHL is better than NBA. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> we already took care. We already took care of football with the longevity and the continuous level of drama. So we just shot everything down. NHL. Okay. Yeah, NHL is so great that less than a million people watch. Each it's not game. about the popularity. More, more people watch best. the NFL draft than the than the Stanley Cup Finals. It's just oh. it's just the truth. I mean, You're it, just I, people, more people prefer to watch Roger Goodell read a card than to watch your the the, the, the highest level of the sport. It's not about what's more popular. It's about what's best. And, and what's when, best is when NHL. people get to sit side by side and pick what they want to watch, and they pick. They this, don't watch at the some best point, thing. That's not it our does problem. Mean it's better. That's not mine and Jenna's problem. They need to turn to what's the best. Watch hockey tonight. They're just missing out. That's really what's happening. Well, do do get do do watch some hockey because they do some great coverage of, of hockey. Over one, we do great ho- hockey coverage at dkpittsburghsports.com, but especially Channel Eleven with the coverage that they bring and the of of all the Penguins uh, triumphs and highs and lows of these playoffs. We're recording this before Game Three, so. Hopefully for Pittsburghers, it's a happier game three than it was a game one. But they, I think Tristan Jari re- rebounded. Again, I, I know the things. I, I watch the things. It's just – Jenna, I'm, what I'm are sorry. you watching I, tonight? Are you huh? watching hockey tonight? Uh, I'm watching hockey yeah. tonight. Yeah, there's a lot of hockey yeah. on tonight. That's yes. the other thing, too. It's like this is my favorite time of year because there's always a game on. I literally – Boom, there's another one on after this Penguins game. There's another one. It's long late-night hockey. It's the great. The same intensity. It's amazing. Okay. amazing you're okay. just, if, you're, if you're not a big fan of the nhl playoffs you're just missing out you really like you're, you're missing out on an amazing part in your life you're not one of the cool kids you're Sorry. not one of the uh, that's that's their argument is, is be the be the cool kids but anyways <laughs> we got to wrap it up here before i get before i get yoked off the off the off the air but uh <laughs> i wanted to give both of you of course as always thank you first of all thank you for making time to come on the show it's always fun to have you here and that's why i was like let's get the let's get the team together <laughs> um I'm pretty sure Charlie's Angels would better work for Jenna if she, it, it, it being in the group. Uh, it worked for Jenna, not for but Dean not for and I. Us. Like, no, I'm not sure we could, we could fit into any suits that would be Charlie's Angels. No, um, nope, nope, nope. But, no one uh, but, wants to see that. But uh, but Jenna, <laughs> please let me know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. 
Oh, well, you can find both Dean and I doing a bunch of stuff on WPXI. We have a whole lot coming, including coverage of game four from Long Island. Definitely tune into uh, WPXI on Saturday for that game. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Harner 11 Instagram at Jenna underscore Harner. And again, WPXI, we got a ton of coverage uh, ahead with all this awesome stuff that we're doing. I am so used to doing the WPXI promo stuff, and now I don't have to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, welcome. I I am Dean16 on Twitter, and I hang out in the uh, Locked On Facebook group where I'm, you know, shooting down name suggestions left and right. (laughs) You can follow me, Chris Carter, at Carter Critiques on Instagram, Twitter, all the places. Um, Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Steelers Podcast. Be back in your ears Monday. We've got Adam Crowley returning to the show. He'll be joining, he'll be joining me. It's going to be a fun episode. Tune in for that. It's going to be a good time.